Chase is alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was away somewhere, and today is his birthday. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at camp today is the drunk uncle, Byron Kenton Mullins. Hey, how you doing, guys? That felt uh, very formal. Well, I mean, I I figured we got to mix it up sometimes. And you know what? I see Byron every now and again when people are referencing you, but I don't know if the listeners know that you're real first name is not kenton no it's it's byron and that's uh if you ask me that's pretty gangster i mean that sound that's kind of like the name jack it's like oh. a classic name yeah i only use byron if people owe me money uh okay all right so it's like a it, it's not like your stage name it's not like you're nikki six and you're gonna change your name or something no my, my friends know me as kent my enemies know me as byron okay that's the, <laughs> the no nonsense name exactly because just byron sounds like a serious guy (laughs) so i mean so why why go by kenton instead of byron well because most of the time um i'm like justin bieber kent i'm in a good mood let's have some fun have some drinks make some jokes but uh but you know if i'm in a if i'm I'm in a bad mood uh, i'm byron and if i go to because my last name is mullins actually if, if i go to to uh france uh, my name is Biron Moulin. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. So, a okay. little fun right. bit of uh, tidbit information there for for all the listeners. Well, I mean, you just got to ask because I didn't know until I don't know maybe six months ago, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm 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 for I'm going to refer to you from now on as Byron, and then I thought to myself, nope, he's going to be Kenton. It ain't going to be no fucking Byron. And exactly, because we're friends. Yeah, absolutely, but see, I didn't know about the gangster side of it. I don't. I don't need. I don't need none of that. Yeah, that's my street name. I got I got ninety nine problems, but I don't want I don't want one to be Byron. Yeah, you don't want to fucking see Byron, and he's Byron never coming out on the show. No, unless unless you're fucking Mark Tefner. Unless you're Mark Net- Tefner, yeah, he knows Byron. Yeah, you know who fucking Byron is, Mark. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah. So, fun facts about Kenton is his real first name is Byron. He learns something new every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we've actually, this is going to be a fun episode. I, I love doing these episodes. These uh, don't, don't ruin it yet because they don't okay, know. Okay, okay. It's going okay. to be a surprise. Surprise. Okay. It's a surprise because you know what? It is Friday the fucking 13th, an actual Friday the 13th. And we'll talk about that shit in a minute. So, but right now it's all about, it's all about Byron slash Kenton. And we need to, we need to check in with, with his well being, if you will. And now that he's, He's not fully handy capable anymore, and he's actually being a productive member of society. I, I know it's been kicking his ass. And I just, I just want to, I want to hear about, I just want to hear about what it's like reacclimating. It's kind of like getting out of the service, you know, or or, or getting out of. Um, it, it's just, it's got to be like a reacclimation period back into society. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of, you know, in that three months that I was injured, I kind of uh, became somewhat of a hermit because. Uh, a, I was injured, and B, I just didn't have a reason to leave the house. I wasn't. I was drawing workman's compensation because I was injured, and um, 
in that period, I have like, I take medication uh, for, for anxiety and, and panic attacks. And the, and the first, <laughs> the first downside to it was, was because I had like hermitized myself going back into, into the world was, was mentally stressful, but, but, but I didn't realize how fucking soft you can get after uh, three months of, of sitting on your fat ass on the couch and, and playing Xbox. It's crazy. I mean, try. I I did that for like literally like a fucking year and a half, two years. I I cannot, I cannot fathom doing that because you know I have a pretty physically, uh, uh, it's not like crazy demanding. It's not like anything that I've had to do in the past. But you know, one of my one of my jobs, like for example, is I have many jobs at where I work. But one of the things that I do is I heat treat steel in these huge, massive ovens, and it's ten million degrees back there. We've all seen the end of fucking Terminator Two: Judgment Day. We know what a steel mill looks like. Duh. Um, one of the so, best movies uh, of all time. I just got to throw that out there. I would say the greatest movie of all time. But um, yeah, so it's just hot. And you know, you're dealing with hot steel and 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 it's just a miserable place to work. I love it. Or I did uh, until I, I came out all fucking like, uh, like, like just mushy and soft. And now trying to go to work is, is just, it's just the worst, the most miserable experience ever. Um not to mention you probably gained 20 pounds beating off playing Xbox all day long. Yeah, yeah, and you know the, the beating off kept the kept some of the weight off in the wrist and uh you know so my wrists are the same size but um and my triceps have gotten bigger because of the uh more time for the the beating of the beating off and um yeah, yeah man, it's just uh I'm I'm getting back into the swing of things. I've been back to work for 2 weeks now and uh just hoping that I don't lose another fucking leg. And I'm sure that, you know, you're, you're tired. It takes, it takes a lot out of you, right? It does. I mean, yeah. You got to build back up that stamina. Exactly. Like right now, you know, I, I just rolled into work. I, I dropped my pants and I came to the computer and I plugged in the, the microphone and I'm talking to you and you guys are hearing it. I'm, I just got home from work. I've still got, I've still got like uh, uh still, still lubrication on my, on my body right now. You know what? That's kind of fucking, that's kind of hot. You, you know what that that is? That's that's called fucking responsibility. That is called America. Yeah, that's fucking that's man shit. That's is that's an American fucking just badass right there. Goes <laughs> to work, comes home from work with fucking grease on him still, and sits down at that laptop with a with a fucking cup of coffee, and it's probably Black Folgers coffee like a fucking real American would drink after he gets off work at the steel mill. Goddamn right. And after we get done recording, I'm just going to go stand on top of my F-150 with an American flag and flip people off when they drive by. With his 2019 big-ass truck, drinking a fucking Budweiser, not that gay pride Bud Light. We're boycott- <laughs> we boycotted your ass, Bud Light. He's only drinking Budweiser. And, and, and fucking eating a burger. a big And not, a, not an impossible burger, not one of those garbage-ass fucking made out of, out of a... a a fucking salad burgers that that shit this is 100% beef 100% beef that's the only way i roll just uh, big enough just big enough to where you can't hardly get your hand around it but you can still eat it but all the shit goes everywhere all over your shirt yeah yeah but i i'm i'm really american so i don't give a fuck nope and while you're listening to leonard skinnard that's right Uh, yeah leonard or ccr that's right fucking just jamming in the fucking garage God damn, that's that's some American. That's some true Americanness right there. God damn it, I love this country. And you know what's even better? 
Oh, what? Is, Hit me with it. It's happening in, in Kentucky. In, Kentucky in, in my own state, the one that I own. Exactly. You're the fucking uh, the governor of Kentucky. Um, in my own mind, I'm the mayor here. That's why I can do that. I can get away and then, you know, uh, flip off. The, I actually live in a, in a pretty, uh, I live in a pretty uh, culturally diverse neighborhood. We're actually the minorities here. So, so you know, my big cracker, stupid cracker ass standing on top of an F-50 uh, holding an American flag and flipping people off. That probably would, would not be like the best idea uh, to do in my in my town. Well, hang on. Everybody, though, hang everybody on. on my street, everybody on that street is really cool. Like everybody's, we, we love everybody, but uh, that's what, just. What you could do though, what you could do is, is on your, on your fucking playlist, you could have one track Skinnered, then you could probably play nothing but a G thing. Then you could probably play a CCR song and then you could probably play maybe uh, some Snoop. What's my name. You can mix it up a little bit. Everybody can appreciate those those two albums right i mean you're goddamn right they can uh some fucking dre the what was the what was the dre what was the or the chronic the, uh, the chron- that was the greatest album that has ever been made it's not since it's not been it's not gotten been top since i, I don't think it ever is so I uh i can appreciate is. all that music I, i'm more than more than happy to blare some fucking nwa or uh or maybe some uh yeah some ice cube no vaseline ice cube nope. no vaseline how you like that one some old school Snoop. I love me some doggy Snoop. style. Yeah, you know, I can remember like okay. So you think about the doggy style, the album, right? You think about the cover of the album, and I think I was in sixth grade when that album came out, and it was a big fucking deal. I, I remember it very well, seeing the "What's My Name" video, and how Snoop was like transforming into like a Doberman, and I'm like, I want a fucking Doberman, which I've had like six of them, you know, since then, but. That that video made me want to get a fucking Doberman. That's how influential that fucking album was. Hold on, and that's I remember, the one that had the animated cover, right? It was a cartoon. Yeah, it was like a comic book looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I can remember deal with all of those. If you also remember in like the the late nineties, um, what was the what was the uh, recording studio that released like Juvenile and uh, No Limit. No limit. They're all their album. Those albums were all fucking phenomenal. But the, the covers all looked like the album covers to every one of those albums looked like we they were made this in high school <laughs> graphic design class. Yeah, or middle school graphic design class. They were all god fucking awful. Well, and and I think I've said this before, but I'll I'll tell you a real quick story about the No Limit album covers. And this is this is a true fucking story. Yeah, this you were a No Limit warrior. Oh man, I had all of them. I still probably do somewhere. And I'm going to say, okay, so it was 99. So right in the peak of, of No Limits reign, if you will. I think they had sold like 100 plus million albums between everybody. And I was taking a graphic design course. I had this, this, uh, this co-op type program through my, my high school with a local junior college. So for like three days out of the week, if I remember correctly, like the first half of the day, we went to the, this, this college and was, you know, graphic design shit. And you got, um, you know, I forget whatever the credits were, but then you got an internship after. And it was basically to set you up to see if it was something that you might want a career in down the road. Right. Well, I shit you now, one of my projects, me and one of the other guys, because it was people from from schools all over the area. It wasn't just people from my high school. So it could be a town, you know, 30 miles away. There could be a student from that. So anyways, make some new friends from different schools. And I remember me and one of the guys, he was a No Limit fan, too. We both had systems in our cars and blah, blah, blah. 
And why shit you not? And I still have it. I will fucking, I will, I will send you a picture of it. And you will laugh your ass off. So we actually made rap album covers with pictures of ourselves, but we photoshopped them up to look like a no limit album cover wearing gold <laughs> chains and standing next to fucking cars with Dayton rims on them. And I mean, I look at it now and it's fucking just dumb as shit. Please like, tell I'm me you still have those, those images. Please. I do. I do. Yes. You have to, you have to post them to the, to the camp blood page. Oh, I will too. I will too. And, Please, and I look I'm at begging them. you. Oh, I, I will. I, I will. I, I have them. I'm not 100% sure where they're at, but I know that I still have them. And you will laugh your ass off when you see it because I think I probably did a better job or us, both of us did a better job than what the actual albums look like. Yeah, but I was getting ready to say you could have probably sent them in and they would have turned you down because you were they felt you were overqualified. <laughs> well, you, you know, we wanted to look good and we thought it was badass at the time. And so you're make you're doing an extra clean job on the on the uh, the photoshopping, if you will. Right, right. So that's yeah, that's how big of a no limit fucking nerd I was. Is that, I, I, that I would say happened. it's also though wasn't 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 Suge not related uh, affiliated with No Limit? No, that was Death Row, homie. Oh, that's okay, okay. Look, um, I, I love. Uh, I, I'm I'm still I'm still a, a very very Caucasian at the end of the day. So uh, I, my my knowledge only goes so far. I just know I love. I love uh I love hip hop and rap. I love all music, man. I love hip hop, rap, rock, country music. I even listen to fucking uh Beethoven's fucking Moonlight Sonata. You just uh, stop it right, right now. You stop right there with that. You okay. Shut your me, mouth. This is the listen, I'll tell you Beethoven had had a song, I don't even know what you call that, a symphony called the the Moonlight Sonata. And I learned how, and the reason I loved that song so much is because there's a part in Resident Evil, the first game, or maybe it was the second, I'm pretty sure it was the first one, where you have to play the Moonlight Sonata on a piano to open a door. And my little like nine, 10 year old mind playing that, I heard it and it just captivated me. And I ended up buying an album that had it on it. And I, and I, and I literally would listen to Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata in my room at like 10 years old. My mother probably thought she was raising a serial killer. Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. So, oh, you know what? Uh, Another fun no limit fact. I shit you not. I had a fucking ferret when I was in high school, and his name was Silk the Shogger. Jesus Christ, Nathan! You that's that's how big of a no limit nerd I was. <laughs> I was. I just listened to it. Like I, I didn't. I didn't read into the lore or anything. Or I even had the uh, the necklace medallion that said no limit with the tank on it. Yeah, I, I think I actually saw one. a picture of that. Yes, that is a. I still have it. I still have that too. I just cannot wait for all the listeners to see your your mad Photoshop skills. On, on oh the yeah, well, my buddy's was better, but I mean mine. Yeah, it was. You know, it is what it is. But yeah, fun fun past facts. Every now and again, we kind of have to we have to just let people know those kind of stories, right? I mean, oh yeah, and I've got I've got ten million of them, so stay oh, tuned. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, we we could do a whole fucking episode on No Limit. I mean, fuck. So, but I'm just going to say it. Shout out to Silk the Shocker. He was my favorite. And, and Free C, C murders in prison for life. But apparently they might be overturning his conviction from what I'm reading. So, uh, you know, shout out to C murder. And uh, maybe he'll be released. And, of course, Master P. So, yeah, shout, shout out to uh, the whole No Limit family. They're actually on Juvenile, tour right Juvenile. now. Yeah, yeah. Juvenile has a new album, newer album out with uh, The Birdman. Um, check it out. There's a couple videos on YouTube. Not bad. Not bad. Juvenile was my guy. That was my oh, dude. Yeah. 400 degrees. Yep. I seen him at concert in uh, 99 or 2000 on that four on that 400 degrees tour. Actually, I, I caught one of those stops. No shit. 
I wish I could have seen that like OG, like no limit grant gang, like in 98, 90. I wouldn't have been old enough to get in at the time. Well, I tell you, <clears throat> when I seen it, it was legit the 400 degrees tour, right? And it was inside this old theater that is uh, no longer in business, but it holds maybe 5,000 people. That's just a guess. This old rundown piece of shit fucking place, but we loved it. When I was like 16, you know, 17, 18 years old, a lot of bands came in and out of there. Slipknot on their first, I know your favorite band, Slipknot. Oh, they, they fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Slipknot's first fucking tour in 98 came through this this venue. I was there. Uh, Juvenile came through there. I mean, it was Cold Chamber, uh, Seven Dust, you know, like lots of ICP came through there. I had my first ICP experience inside oh, this venue. Oh, Jesus Christ. And it was insane. I mean, <clears throat> just absolutely insane. But if you're 16, 17, 18 years old, you're like, you're living it up. Cottonmouth Kings. Uh, I mean, I, oh, can- I remember Cottonmouth Kings. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, we, we kicked it on Cottonmouth uh, King's bus. Like, a lot of these bands, they were just starting out at the time, or they maybe had, like, one album out. But, I mean, you you think about a venue like this where anything goes, and it's one of those where you go in at your own risk. You just I break mean, everything, and nobody knows because it already looked like shit anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there it was a cold. I remember this had to have been, like, 99, I'm thinking 98. I think it was Seven Dust, Cold Chamber. Uh, the Bloodhound Gang. I'm trying to think of the three bands that were there. The fucking power went out in the venue, and people just started rioting. Started oh, fucking. I, I would have loved to have seen the Bloodhound Gang. Oh my god, it it was in it was insanity. Like I said, you're a teenager at the time, so like to see an ICP concert when you're a teenager and having them bouncing the Fago bottles off the stage and fucking drop kicking bottles and everybody's crowd surfing, and uh, I mean, I I I don't know if I still have it, but I was. If you didn't, if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't know that it was me, but I was at a Limp Biscuit show in November of 99 during the significant other tour. And they were, they were peeling up the, the sections of the floor below us and crowd surfing these sections of floor. And people would get on top of these, these sections of wood flooring that were being crowd surfed. And I actually was on top of one of those with a buddy and we got crowd surfed all the way up to the stage right in front of Fred Durst and got to jump over the top of, of security off the fucking board right on stage with Fred Durst. And you said this was 99? <laughs> November of 1999. How is that before or after the goddamn debacle at Woodstock? Uh, this was I would imagine after. that was after. So they'd yeah. already they'd already ruined Woodstock and then they, they fucking are. ruined this antique building. <laughs> well, this was actually in a separate building, but this building there was two venues at the time. This the the Limp Biscuit show was was actually across the street from the the venue that I was talking about with the ICP show. And uh but yeah, I mean it was it was crazy. I mean, you know, if you were a teenager in the late 90s and you got to experience this shit when it was going down, it was better than what the people in the seventies got to experience with the hippie movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was that the, uh, chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water album? No, no, this was a significant other. This was the break stuff album. Hold on. Let me, let me look that one up. The, the album cover that the, 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 the limp, the like default limp biscuit album cover that will always be ingrained in my brain is, and I don't know which album it was, but it was the one where you got the little dude with the hat. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And he's doing like the, the rap sign at the, Yep, that's it. One of my favorite albums ever, actually. God so anyways, damn. they at the, it, after this show's going on or towards the end, I remember Fred Durst said something about, you know, be on the lookout for they were doing some kind of footage for a DVD. And the, so I knew that I was going to be on that DVD. There was a good chance that I would be on it. And I got to see it later on in life. 
And I knew when I watched it, I'm like, holy shit, that's me. Because I just remember how the sequence of events went down. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but if you if you ever seen it, you wouldn't you would never know that it was me. So, yeah, you used to be a very, very slender man. You were a I very, did. very skinny fella. I yeah, I used to be a, I used to be a basketball player is yeah. my basketball player body. Yeah, you had that basketball frame. I did at that time. Yes. Yes, I did. Also, I've also seen pictures of you rocking like the uh, the pop collar and the like the kind of frat boy look that that like late 90s, early 2000s frat boy look a lot, which is hard to imagine you without actually seeing the pictures. You know, I, I didn't I didn't do the flat co- or the pop collar shit. I didn't do that. I did. I did do some frosted tips. I had the, you know, the the the. the uh, the front spiked up hair and blah 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 like that everybody rocked in <clears throat> in the early 2000s that i did do i never i didn't i was not the abercrombie popped collar guy though i might have owned one abercrombie shirt but i i was never the popped collar guy had i'm just saying you friends. look like the, you look like the guy in the in the 90s teen movies uh that would be the bully that would walk by to our antagonist and knock his books out of his hand and go <laughs> fucking nerd and then like, <laughs> and then like walk off um, yeah, I mean, I could, if you ask people that knew me back then, they'd probably tell you that that's probably, you'd probably hear that from a couple people. I didn't, I didn't really purposely try to be an asshole, but I kind of was every now and again, you know, usually alcohol infused. Um, yeah, that's all of us, man. I was a little asshole too. That's all. Yeah. Good. You know, I was, I always drove the loud, fast cars and you know, that, that crowd and, so yeah, I mean, there's part, there's some truth to some of that, but uh, I had, a, I had a, when I was 17, I had a Camaro and, uh, and I thought I was, I, I mean, I thought I was the, I thought I was fucking not rider. Like I was, I was the most badass dude on the planet. If you'd asked me at 17, I wish I could go back sometimes at now 33 and, and just beat the shit out of myself. <laughs> just, just knock your fucking self the fuck out and stand yeah, like, above you and yell. You just got knocked the fuck out like Friday style. Like rip my my stupid looking little seashell necklace off and just fucking and just shave your head the hell out of myself. Fucking just shave your head with a straight razor. Yeah, teabag my own forehead. Just... <laughs> oh yeah, I mean i i was I was completely fucking reckless. I wasted I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars on nonsense. Um, I mean, just, just ignorant, just absolutely fucking ignorant. Just a dumb fucking idiot. You were yeah. uh, talking about band. The only bands that I've ever got to see is, is, uh, I saw, I saw tech nine, which was amazing. That was an amazing experience. I don't have anything bad to say about that. That was all good. I saw machine gun Kelly. Um, and that would have, he's a dickhead. Good. That's not the experience. I, I got to meet him and everything, and he was really cool to me, which I may have caught him on a good night. But um, I got really shit faced at that, and and ended up because I, I didn't know I was going to be mosh pitting at a Machine Gun Kelly concert. I didn't know that was part of that. I didn't know I was agreeing to that. I mean, I'm fine right. with moshing. I just didn't expect it at a Machine Gun Kelly concert. And I ended up like losing a contact in my shirt, and I and I and I lost a shoe, and uh, so it was a good time. I had a good time. And then uh also the last last but but certainly not least is the uh the good old fashioned John Anderson, which most people don't even know who that is, but he's saying that like uh that go go salmon oh win. Oh yeah. Like country okay. music song. And yeah. I'm not ashamed of that because that was an awesome show. Okay. You say you lost a shoe while you were crowd surfing? I lost a shoe. Um this was this was like when uh 
uh like skateboard shoes were cool you know like yeah. the snows that stevie steve-o was like promoting and the, oh, yeah, and the vans and all that so i always just throw them on and 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 uh never tie you know i never tied them they just they i tied them once when i got them and that was the way that they stayed for the rest of their life so they very easily came off like slippers well and, that's funny uh, because i lost a shoe crowd surfing during i think it was a i think it was a slipknot show no, it wasn't. It was something else. Maybe it was Seven Dust, but um, I can't. I I can't remember. I've literally been to hundreds and hundreds of fucking concerts. But anyways, I remember this very well. I was crowd surfing, and I'm getting up close to the front where security would pull you down, and some fucking dildo fucking rips my fucking shoe off, and I'm wearing I'm wearing the a pair of fucking J's, right? And I was wearing the uh, the red and black. Now you're just wearing a, a J. Yeah, now I'm wearing just a J. Yeah, looking like a J. A fucking jackass with a one fucking shoe on. Yeah, so yeah. I was wearing the black and red playoff 13s, right? And yes, I was a, yeah, it was my senior year in high school. Okay. So I'm like, motherfucker, now I have to walk around and get my toes stepped on the rest of the night like a fucking dickweed. So I was there with a big group of friends, and I shit you not, about 20 minutes later, I I see one of my buddies jumping up and down in the fucking crowd with his arm extended with my shoe. <laughs> How the fuck did he find that in all that chaos? That's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so he, I, he comes running over. He's like, dude, I found your shoe. And I'm like, he's, I, and I, I'm look, he's looking at me, and he looks down, and he sees me just wearing one shoe. And I mean, the floor is absolutely fucking filthy. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's syringes. And filthy. <laughs> Dead people. Just... Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't even want to put the shoe back on because if I do, it's it's ruined. What if you had, like, uh, like put it on and then look down and it's not even the same fucking shoe? Like, it's just. Well, but here's, here's, a, here's how this goes down. I'm like, how the fuck did you really know that I lost my shoe? And he's like, dude. You're, he's like, you got big ass feet. It's a black and red fucking Jordan. Who in the fuck else would be wearing Jordans at the Slipknot concert or whatever fucking concert we're at? Oh, that's and, a good uh, point. That, that's a good point. Yeah. And he's like, I knew that that was your shoe as soon as I seen it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing on the ground in the first place? <laughs> Everybody else there was wearing combat boots, like black boots, black combat or, or vans. Yeah. Or vans. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Shelto Adidas. Or, or, or like, uh, our, our, Birkenstocks. Oh yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, anyways, I guess he got knocked down, and while he was trying, to, and while everybody was trampling him, he fucking saw my shoe laying on the floor. So he, uh, so I, you know what I did? I fucking put that shoe right back on because I thought it's already been rolling around in the fucking piss and the fucking uh, hitter box grindage and the spilt beer that's everywhere. Uh, it's already ruined. So I just put the fucking shoe back on. I went on about my business. Yeah. How, how bad did that smell like vomit? You know, that was the last time I ever wore that pair of J's. Yeah. I you would, probably. <laughs> they literally smelled like, imagine an outhouse that's completely full, but also full of cigarettes at the same time. Uh, that's actually not hard for me to imagine. I've encountered that several times in my life that I'm not going to go into. Imagine, okay, so imagine they filled up the shitter and then they filled up the rest of it with stale beer and cigarettes. Yeah, I'm still there with you. Yeah, I'm still there. And and then and then um and then dropped it in a in a tank filled with bong water. Okay, you have yeah yeah. Can you imagine what that smelled like? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, uh, and so you just you threw them away. I would have at least I, tried to their jays. I would have tried to clean them up real good and then sell them online and then burn that account afterwards. You know, eBay really wasn't a thing back at that time. I, they're just nobody wore my size. Like I couldn't even pawn them off on anybody. I didn't even have any friends that wore my size of shoe at that time. So I couldn't be like, hey, dude, you want this pair of J's? I mean, they were just fucking foul. Just there was no saving them. You, you could have washed them a hundred times and they still it's it's one of those things. You just can't you can't get rid of it. Well, at least you got your shoe back. I, I didn't did. get I, my I, shoe, my shirt <clears throat> or one of my contacts back. Yeah. None of those yeah. things. No, I got it back. I uh, I was very thankful that I did not have to traipse around on the uh, the piss floor any longer than what I actually had to. So, <clears throat> big Hold shout up, you out. Said, you said MGK was a dickhead. Did, have you met him? No, I just think he's kind of a clown. Oh, like, yeah. That, so, here's why. It, I, I'm not even that familiar with his shit. But when he tried to clap at Eminem, it's like, no, your place, little boy. Oh, yeah, that was in, it, that was almost as embarrassing as, as Nicholas Cannon. Yeah, and his his stupid shit. Like, come on. Like, I, I don't care. Apology, Nicholas. Yeah, no shit. You want Eminem to come on Wild and Out and give you a spanking boy? Because that's what's going to happen. He's going to spank your ass and send you to bed early, you little dick. Ah, uh, well, man, I'm the nineties, the late nineties, early two thousands were the best. And when I met MGK, he was still new. Like he was a nobody. Like you know, he was still coming up. So. uh so I, maybe maybe he's he might be a bit a giant douchebag bag now that he's got all this money and and fame, but uh, the the MGK that I met the guy that I met was just a dude who was who seemed like a a chill dude that you could like sit down and 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 play Call of Duty with. He probably was then. Now he's whatever. Yeah. Anyways, so, we got a lot yeah. to talk about here. Oh man, we can we can go on all day about shit like that. We got yeah yeah yeah, and we will like- in future episodes. Oh yeah, we we might just have a story segment every episode and just tell a new story. Absolutely. Because trust me, trust me, we have fucking stories. I, I can promise you that. Um, but yeah, another another fun little story is so so my mom finally listened to an episode and she listened to uh, the uh, I can't even think of the fucking episode. But anyways, this was just a couple weeks ago. I'm like, she said she had discovered podcasts. And she's like, yeah, I love Dr. Phil's podcast. I've been listening oh. to him when I'm driving. I'm like, have you ever listened to my show, Mother? And she's like, no. She's like, I don't want to hear about that shit. That was yeah. what she told me. <clears throat> I said, you know what? I've actually talked about you from time to time on different shows. And she's like, you did what? You 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 were talking about your mother? And I was like, well, not in a bad way. <clears throat> so I pulled up. When I was on Brent Terhune's, uh podcast a couple months ago, and right in the beginning where I, he asked me about why I love horror movies and blah, 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 and I mentioned my mom and stuff. So I played that part for her, and she's like, oh, okay. And uh, so, so she listens, and she's like, well, let me listen to another one of your shows or whatever, and I think it was the, the Halloween episode that we did. And she got about 20 minutes into it and she's, I can see her, she's laughing and stuff. And then she shuts it off and she's like, uh, you guys sure said ding dong a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, why, <laughs> that's why I would never like introduce my mom to the show. Because, like, first off, my stepfather is, is a, is a Baptist preacher and, and mom goes to church all the time too. But on top of that, you know, she's a, 
a domestic abuse advocate. So she takes in like battered women and, and, and women with like substance abuse problems. So I don't want her to fucking tune in and hear, Hey, Kent, you, you drunk piece of shit. How's your jerking off going this week? Like, I <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you don't want that, but yeah. no, she was laughing. She thought it was kind of funny. And I said, see, sometimes we don't just talk about Friday the 13th. I mean, she knows what Friday the 13th and all that is, but she could give a fuck less. Like, she don't want to hear me talking about that. She said, oh, if you ever did an episode where you're just kind of talking or or general stuff, like she said, I would probably listen to it. But other than that, I have no interest in your show. <laughs> so I'm like, OK, well, fair enough. Uh, go ahead and listen to fucking Dr. Phil then, I guess. Well, my mom is actually the one that got me into this stuff because she's not into Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street, but she likes a lot. She likes, she loves The Shining. I remember watching The Shining with her. She introduced me to The Shining and, and a lot of that, like, uh, older stuff, uh, Clockwork Orange, like a lot of like Stanley Kubrick kind, kind of stuff. So, uh, she has this like part in her place in her heart for horror movies and, uh, seems to be like lately she's kind of turned her, Turned turned herself away from that, but which is unfortunate. But uh, yeah, I think who I am today is because she introduced me to all the horror horror stuff in the beginning. Well, see, there you go, there you go. They don't even have to be huge fans. It's just something that hey, you remember seeing it when you were younger, and next thing you know, it leads into an obsession for you, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, we can we can talk shit all day long and that's i mean we can go on and on and on with the fucking stories so i guess we probably better move on yeah we got a new country we do we do actually and checking in on the camp blood radio takes over the world map we now have listeners from costa rica i mean beautiful costa rica in lovely central america my god and any picture you pull up uh, of Costa Rica looks like something from Moana. I mean, I'll be honest. So when I when I first seen Costa Rica pop up on the map, <clears throat> I'm thinking to myself, I'm a fucking dickhead because I don't really know anything about Costa Rica. Here's my knowledge of Costa Rica up until about an hour ago. Hit me with you know, it because I'm oh, getting ready to learn about it right now. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, my knowledge up until one hour ago was simply this. You know, in that episode of Home Improvement, when fucking Jonathan Taylor Thomas's character, Randy, decides he's going to go to Costa Rica? Uh, I don't, but I'll, I'll play along. Yeah, I remember that episode. Well, that's all I knew about Costa Rica was that there was rainforest there. Oh, OK. OK. That's it. I remember him talking about it on that episode, a couple episodes, because they end up writing his character off because he was a greedy little fuck and wanted more money. So they had to write him off for season number eight. Fucking Goddamn Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Why the, fuck do you know, why the fuck do you know so much about Home Improvement? <laughs> I love Home Improvement because, <laughs> seriously, Tim the Toolman Taylor is just like what you just fucking said a few minutes ago about standing on your big-ass 2019 truck, eating a burger, drinking a Budweiser. That's Tim the Toolman Taylor shit right there. He, has he hot was rods. like the, the 90s version of, of uh, what's that dude from uh, Parks and Recreation? The I don't know. I've never watched that show. Very, very I don't, I don't American know. patriot dude from Parks and Rec. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's like I identify with Tim the Toolman Taylor. He's my people. Okay. I always have. I still and do. Actually, I still have muscle cars. I grew up with muscle cars. I grew up having, you know, drag racing and having cars. And that's my shit. Like, I think, I feel like I should be related to him. 
Yeah, Tim the Toolman Taylor reminds me of like, I'm not shitting you, like half of my uncles. See, there you go. So anyway, little little greedy Jonathan Taylor Thomas wanted more money back then, and they weren't going to give it to him, so they wrote him off the show in the last season, and he goes to Costa Rica to do, you know, some project, blah, blah, blah. So that probably was like my a of the house. That's probably what he was doing. <clears throat> it, uh, yeah, movie. probably. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's what he went and done right after, but uh yeah so that that was my knowledge of costa rica but come to find out there's a lot of fun facts about costa rica now hit me with them well i'm gonna tell you uh i don't know what the most interesting would be but we're just gonna talk about a few of them and the costa ricans refer to themselves as ticos for the males and ticas as the females okay okay so yeah ticos and ticas and uh i I think I might be jumping ahead here, but they refer to all foreigners as gringos and, and uh, what is it? Gringets? Gringas. Gringas. Gringos. And, yes. Which sounds like if if this, if that were America, that would be racist, but it's Costa Rica where everything's beautiful. So everybody's cool with it. Well, and they don't get offended by everything in Costa Rica. Yeah. I'm, it's cool. I'm just pointing out, you know, how things would be perceived here. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's wonderful. I do too. And you know what else I think is wonderful is they have these small, little informal restaurants there that they call sodas and what these places are they serve traditional meals like chicken rice beans salad and it's only two or three dollars a plate i believe that uh, for a whole plate for the whole plate you can't even get like two ta- two small basic tacos at taco bell for for two dollars here well, you can three dollars yeah well you were going to talk about taco bell in a minute because i'm about to boycott their ass <laughs> okay we got some fun stuff to talk about with them here in a minute, too. But, uh, yeah, so Costa Rica, the official language is Spanish. Uh, although a, a large number of the citizens are bilingual and they speak English, too, because of its international lang- its status as the international language of tourists. So, yeah. Yeah, because, like, whenever I, th- I think in, in my stupid white brain, in my stupid southern white brain, when I think of Costa Rica, my... I just like inherently know that I feel like Costa Rica is just a melting pot of, 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 of cultures and ethnicities and religions. I feel like it's like, like a, like everybody just gets along and drinks martinis and swims on the beach and bangs it out and makes, uh, uh, very diverse individuals on the reg. That's all Costa Rica is in my stupid Caucasian brain. That's what's going on there. Well, I thought it was a giant rainforest up until a little bit ago. So yeah. I, I had no idea. Between but the two of us, we're almost 25... one smart person. Absolutely. <laughs> and the other fun thing about Costa Rica is that more than 25% of its land is dedicated to national parks, reserves, and wildlife. That's amazing. So, That's awesome. That sounds awesome to me. Well, absolutely. Because I... who doesn't want to go hang out at the park, right? Exactly. My God, man, I'm looking at images right now of Costa Rica. This place is like a paradise. This is, I, I don't know if heaven and hell exist, but if heaven does exist, this is what it looks like. It's in, it's yeah. in Costa Rica. It's almost like uh, Morocco. You just want to go there. Yeah. Exa- I, I, I don't know. Have you ever seen Moana? I have not. You don't have kids. You've never seen Moana. I've got, listen, no. I've got two little girls. Uh, so I have seen Moana 20 million times. And uh, the, I'm not kidding. It looks exact. Whenever they were designing the island that Moana lived on, I believe, I swear to God, I think it was in Costa Rica. Okay. Man, this place is beautiful. Holy shit. 
Well, and you know what? Much of the Nicaraguan food is based on corn. And so they're, they're, they're a lot more healthy down there. The average life expectancy is 77 years old. One of the, one of the oldest life expectancies on the planet. Yeah, because nobody's worrying about shit down here. What is there to worry about? Look at this place. And they're not offended by everything. No, they're not offended. Everybody's calling each other gringos and just laughing about it. And then they're drinking together and banging it out. Like, what is there to be stressed about? Their blood pressure is probably bottom out, like so low. It's liberal free. Is it liberal free? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm moving there tomorrow. And it's a democracy. Oh my God! This is the where the fuck is Costa Rica located on the map? I don't even know where it is. Like in, in respect Central to Central America, just south of Mexico. Okay, okay. You can probably take a cruise there. Then I'm 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 not shitting you. I'm gonna me and my wife and the kids are gonna go on a cruise at some point uh, in the next year. I'm gonna look into getting a cruise to Costa Rica, and I just decided that on this podcast right now, and I'm not even fucking kidding you. I'm being dead serious right now. Well, they do have they do have two coastal lines, so you could. You could just kind of just pick a side and just like Christopher Columbus, you could just pick somewhere you want to land and start exploring. Wow. Look at this, man. You got fucking white people and black people and, and Indian looking people and Mexican looking people. I don't know what, if that's what they, those could be just like, you know, uh, indigenous people to that land. I, I don't, so I don't, but you just got all shades of people. It looks like religions and 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 everything, and everybody's just getting along. What is that? That's fucking beautiful, man. Look at this. This is beautiful. The only bad part is the amount of insects that are there. The all this different species of insects, and probably have to spend a lot of money on off because you're probably going to get the shit bit out of you while you're there, and you don't want to get your ding dong all fucking bit on by fucking mosquitoes, and then you can't bang it out. That'd be yeah terrible. Yeah, that's that's uh, also I believe it's places like this also that have those parasites that crawl up your wiener if you piss while you're in the water. Have you ever heard of those things? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, you've been to you've been to fucking uh you've been to the Middle East and I know you've probably had your ding dong bit on by some weird fucking insects, so you know well, what that's uh, like. If you want, if we're sharing since this is just a, a have fun podcast this episode, um I'll share a funny story about uh nothing biting on my ding dong. But uh, you know, un- unhealthy waters. So uh, <laughs> we were. So what the Afghans do is they they uh, are in the area on my first appointment that we were at. Is they all just say, um, "Hey, that that canal right there is the shit ditch." So we're all just going to shit and piss in that shit ditch, and then they uh, wipe their ass with just sand that they throw up onto their asshole, and it's uh it's quite alarming. Uh, and 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 I don't know how they don't get chafed. Their their assholes must be like leather. But anyways, so they throw sand up their ass. Yeah, they crouch down on their on their like a hind catcher, and they just and because they they're just wearing robes, ass. they just grab sand in their hand and they just throw it up onto their asshole. And wow. uh, I just they're a lot tougher than I am because I can't I just cannot imagine walking through a hundred thirty degree desert with with fucking sand between my butt cheeks. But uh, all that aside, so we're crossing uh, one of these shit ditches uh, one day. And uh, I, I had to carry an M240 Bravo, which is a pretty heavy, heavy weapon. And uh, this ditch is probably like, I don't know, six foot deep by like maybe four and a half feet wide. The 11s cross it, no problem. They don't have a lot of weight. I go to cross it. One foot makes it. One foot doesn't. And uh, because one foot was stuck on the top of the canal, I landed on my head in the shit ditch. And I got um, uh, third world uh, shit and piss uh, in my mouth. Oh, 
and in my eyes and in my nose. And I just got submerged in this shit ditch. And then I, and then, <laughs> and then I had to walk back to base, which is like three clicks, three or four clicks in 130 degree temperatures, just reeking uh, of fucking Afghan shit. <laughs> all, over your head, all over your hair and everything. Else. It was in my hair. It was in my, inside my Kevlar helmet. It was inside my flak jacket. It was in my gun. Oh it, my it was, God. <laughs> so wow. uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Afghanistan's beautiful. Well, let me ask you this. Did it, it probably smelled better than my uh, outhouse comparison, right? Well, I mean, to be, if we're being 100% honest at that point, I hadn't showered in like four months anyway. So I probably didn't smell that much different at that point than I had before I even landed in the ditch. <laughs> if you would have just filled that thing with cigarette butts, it would have been a fair comparison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody noticed. I don't think they knew. Oh my God. See what I mean, people, we got fucking stories now and you can't make this shit up either. You don't, you don't lose shoes while you're crowd surfing. You don't fall in the shit ditch and land on your head. You don't make that kind of stuff up. It's uh, it it was a good time. You know, looking back, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change that. Let me ask, let me ask you this. Did you smoke cigarettes at that time? Yeah, yeah, man. At that point, I was smoking probably like a pack and a half of cigarettes a day. But, you know, you could get them there for like a, a quarter. They were called pines, and they would just eat your fucking lungs. Well, but here, uh, here's what I picture. If that would have happened to me, I would have been like, oh, okay. I would have just fucking – the first thing I would have did is I would have fucking lit a cigarette and just walked it off. And I probably did. I probably did because I didn't – you know, at that point, you don't even care. I mean, it's whatever. I'm just covered in shit now. That's just how life is. So right. whatever. <laughs> So, uh, you know, we were talking about Taco Bell a second ago, and this is kind of related to the show. I shit you not. So Taco Bell kind of fucking pisses me off, and I'm about to boycott their ass, but I I love fucking Taco Bell. So if I don't know if any of you have noticed, but maybe it's different locations or different regions. I don't know, but they're they're changing shit on the menu, and they're getting rid of some of the flavored tacos, which is bullshit, fucking bullshit. And if they do away with the cheesy gordita crunch or the mini quesadilla, uh, the, the mini the mini beef quesadilla, I'm really going to be fucking done with you. Dude, as long as they hang on to that cheesy gordita crunch or the um, the beef quesarito and that Baja Blast Mountain Dew, I just need those three things. You got those three things, I'm still good with Taco Bell. They've got my business all day long. Three oh, meals yeah. a day, seven days a week. I love the cheesy gordita crunch, but it does not love me. I I'll be right over in that shit ditch. That thing, yeah. ooh, man. <laughs> Taco Bell right does not do that to me. I can eat everything else on the menu, but the first time I if I even smell a cheesy gordita crunch, I have to run for the shit ditch. Why? Like, it's it's that, like know. every. This is why that. Let me tell you why that doesn't make sense, Nathan. Everything on the Taco Bell menu is just everything else in a different order, like. The the cheesy gordita crunch is just a quesadilla in a different in a different order put together differently. I mean, it's absolute bullshit. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, yeah, so they're good I, enough I to have to 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 uh, risk getting the shits. And yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, I I do it. I'm gonna eat them anyway. I don't give. A, I don't. I literally don't give a shit. I'm gonna eat one, knowing what's gonna happen. I don't care. Fuck it. That's the best drunk food. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Out. When we were at fucking, um, when we were at uh, Columbus Whorehound in 2017, and you know we were partying in the parking lot afterwards. You know where I yeah. went after we were done drinking backpack beers? I went to yeah. fucking Taco Bell, buddy. And you fucking left me there. 
I left you at Taco Bell. No, you left me at the at the convention. But I think that not that I, I think that's not that I had ordered pizza. Yeah, you know, you nobody left anybody. You you left you, you left first. Oh, I'm sorry, you, Nathan. Yeah, I'm pretty bad for that. I just wander off. Don't you don't you paint me out to be the Joker there, buddy? Yeah, I'm I'm bad for that, man. I I just wander off. I'll be there one minute. Everybody's having a good time, and they'll look over, and I'm fucking gone. Just <laughs> laying on your head over in the nearest ditch. I'm like a four year old in Walmart. <laughs> you hear a noise and you just trail off. Ooh, what was that? Yeah, exactly. Oh, a butterfly. Oh. Okay. And then I'm with another group of people that I didn't know five minutes ago. There you go. Who wants a backpack beer? Yeah. Backpack that, beer that's forever. the perfect icebreaker. Yeah. So also Taco Bell, you gotta fucking watch it. Watch out for your personal safety at Taco Bell too, because I shit you people not. You can fucking Google this in Austin, Texas, just this week, one of their employees got arrested for wielding a machete at a customer. And now we're back to Friday the 13th. Back to Friday the 13th. <laughs> this was the longest intro of any show ever. We are going up. We're literally going up on an hour right now. I'm watching the timer. Well, hey, you know, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man, we, we can talk. We got stories. We can talk. There's a lot going on. So anyways, this fucking clown that works, we won't even say his fucking name. His name could be Mark Tefner, though. Maybe it's employee Mark Tefner. Uh, at the Taco Bell? The Taco Bell. Okay. Uh, fuck him. So anyways, uh, John Doe, employee at the Taco Bell in Austin, Texas, which there's probably 3,000 Taco Bells in Austin. So anyways, customer comes through the drive-thru, and, and according to this article, there apparently the there was some trouble hearing and an argument ensued and John Doe the employee says you know come on up to the window I got something for you and swings a machete at the customer and hits his fucking mirror on his car and then later gets arrested so I guess he tried to ditch his machete in the dumpster in the parking lot and they had the surveillance footage and the police showed up and took his machete ass to jail. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they did. Why are you taking a machete to Taco Bell with you? Yeah, that's a good. I, you know, that's a why? funny. I, that was a part of the the story I hadn't even thought about. Why does he have a machete at Taco Bell? I mean, if anything, why didn't he just shoot the guy? That's what usually happens. Yeah, the right? meat comes prepackaged in five gallon buckets, which is really gross when you think about it. But he doesn't have to use it for anything. But I mean, like, why take a machete to work? Most people, like, when you hear these stories no matter where they're at, whether it's Austin or, or wherever, usually people are, are shot. They're not, they're not fucking assaulted with a machete. Right. So yeah. That's, that's what I find odd is why, he left why his house that morning he left his house that morning and he grabbed that machete and under his breath, he went, let one more motherfucker say, I'm not giving him enough sauce packets. Yeah. One more motherfucker. One more. Like this dude had been thinking this shit out. Like let a motherfucker try me. <laughs> Let one more motherfucker try to take my shoe while I'm crowd surfing. Let I'm I'm gonna hack this bitch up and then I'll be goddamned if I get arrested. They better not like you yeah, said he got arrested like that's a shocker. Like what <laughs> and then they arrested him. Right. I mean, can you can you imagine that? I mean, I, I just I, I just it's not even the fact that the act of violence is not surprising at all. I'm just I'm shocked that it wasn't a gunshot. But or like even if he tried to stab him with like a knife, no, this motherfucker took a machete, a full size machete, not a little little fucking little compact foldable machete like you know, 
some of those you know what i'm talking about like the camping ones or whatever yeah no, this was a full fucking machete and uh yeah. let's be honest uh, if this guy's in his 40s and he's working at taco bell and he's got a machete it was probably purchased at a flea market oh, for like 13 dollars or a gas station right next to the like uh the uh the american flag hats oh yeah of course you know what i'm talking about Oh yeah, right next to the snakes and the sparklers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are the are the decals of the the guy pissing on a Chevy emblem? Oh yeah, the cowboys butts drive me nuts stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why do all the hats at gas stations? Why are all the the patches on the hats at gas stations three inches thick? Have you ever noticed that? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this story is uh, one more reason why I fully support red flag machete laws. Absolutely. We support machetes here at Camp Blood Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So watch your ass at Taco Bell, people. You never know. You might you might ask for that sauce packet and motherfucker might get you with a machete, so you better watch it. One more reason why gun control is stupid, because we will always find a way to kill each other. I, I mean, seriously, Texas, he, he's lucky that the guy didn't blow his fucking head off. Yeah, like, because really, Texas, what are that's you even most thinking? likely. Like, I, I guess I was expecting to read since it was something crazy like that, that he would have been shot and killed as a and result of it. The murderer stormed off on a horse. Right. Absolutely. On a white horse. Fucking bananas, man. Texas crazy. is out of control. It's the last wild West. It is. Yeah, that it is. All right. So anyways, now I guess we'll move on to the show. Now that we've spent an hour, if anybody's even still with us at this point, I guess we'll we'll talk about some Friday shit. Talk about yeah, we're getting ready shit. to start the episode. Absolutely. So, <laughs> refill your coffee, grab your beer, grab your your drink, whatever, whatever your poison is. I'm I'm drinking that Folgers though. I will admit that. Hey man, it's a Friday the Thirteenth. We can do a long one. We'll get absolutely. into the horror stuff now. Yeah, absolutely. So, I uh, after we did our Halloween all access special episode, of course, back on Halloween, I got a couple messages. Uh, basically saying hey i love the show can you guys do more episodes where you just basically banter and talk shit and i said absolutely because kenton and i actually had discussed that hey we should do some episodes every now and again where we just kind of just talk about whatever is going on or whatever we want to talk about yeah we'll throw a little friday in there too but just to kind of stay in touch with with whatever's going on that we we want to talk about so i thought hey you know we got a friday the 13th coming up That'll be perfect for an all-access episode again. So this week, we bring you all-access Friday the 13th special. So <clears throat> like I said, now that we've talked about all kinds of other shit, we're just going to, like I said, just continue that trend for this episode. So I want to uh, give a shout-out shout out to Brian Emenheiser again. Thanks for posting the pictures that you've uh, put on the South Jersey Jason page. Of course, wearing that wonderful, fantastic Camp Blood Radio hoodie from Slasher-Tees.com. James Ammer all over it. Slasher Tees on Facebook also. Check them out. There's not just our show shirts there. You can get, he's got first Jason shirts, never hike alone shirts, some other horror-related shirts, hoodies, things of that nature. So, like I said, check them out. And uh, we appreciate you representing the show. Shout out to James Sweet, who was on the last episode. He has his Camp Blood Radio shirt on his way to him. So, and also uh, Mrs. South Jersey Jason, Irene, 
uh, Emin Heiser, hashtag Irene Bader. She's on the Camp Blood Radio shirt list, so she'll be getting her soon also. And we'll we'll definitely give plugs to everybody. So, like I said, buy a shirt, help represent the show. It, we we would definitely appreciate it. And <clears throat> we've also had some new reviews, and I appreciate everybody who's leaving reviews on iTunes or even Facebook. Like I said, it helps building the show. We've got a lot of new uh, likes and follows lately, especially on the Facebook page. This week, we actually got over the five thousand like mark. Uh, mark. So I think it's just under 5,100 likes as of today. So big thanks to everybody who's jumped on board with us here in the last uh, couple weeks or so. And a good couple reviews uh, on iTunes left. Um, actually, one was left by our friend Brent Terhune. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even going to read that one. You guys can check that one out uh, if you want. But Brent's obviously a friend of the show, friend of mine, friend of ours, I should say. So he obviously left us a good review. So big shout out to BrentComedy.com. Uh, check him out on YouTube. And another another one just um, from the last month. It was left by the author's name is Mitchell's Pappy. So I obviously don't know who that is, but Mitchell's Pappy. Thanks for taking the time to leave us a review. A review. And he says. I've been listening to this podcast for a few years now through all of its changes, being a true fan of the Friday the 13th uh, series. It is really fun listening to people elaborate on the series. I have no one I know personally that is a fan of these movies, so it really fills a void for me. Nathan and the drunk uncle seem like a couple guys I would love to have a beer with. If I ever run into you all, the first round is on me. Thank you. And a big thank you right back to you because, yes, we will have a beer for you, but you'll have to pick up the second round because the first round is going to be a backpack beer. What is uh Yeah. So the first beer, what is this guy's name? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm choking on my coffee here. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, it says Mitchell's Pappy is the author. They, they didn't leave their name. Well, let me so tell you something, Mitchell's Pappy. Uh, I appreciate your, your review and, uh, and the kind words and no, uh, the first beer is actually literally on me. Uh, I'm I'm wearing it, and and you're more than welcome to one. I'm not going to know you because I don't know what you look like. You probably follow the page, so you know what I look like. If you ever see me at a convention, walk up and say I'm Mitchell's pappy, and I will happily give you a beer out of my backpack, and we'll and we'll have a beer together, and we'll talk. But you have to say I'm Mitchell's pappy that left a review on iTunes because we know a lot of Mitchell's pappies. Yeah, I'm not, at least seven. I'm going over them in my head. Yeah, well, I, I think my that's my neighbor's name actually. Yeah. So. Uh, you need to specify which Mitchell's pappy you are, and and the first beer is is literally on me. Yep, absolutely. So, if if you want to make yourself known, just send a message to the Facebook page, or you can drop us an email and let us know who you are. Maybe we do know who you are, but we just don't don't know right off the uh, the listing here where it says who the author is. But uh, let us know if you're going to be at a convention. We'd be glad to meet up and have Mitchell's pappy book bag beers. Absolutely. So and that goes for any of you guys. If anybody ever wants to hang out and drink a beer, if you know we're going to be at a show or an event, uh, fucking let us know. I mean, we've talked about it with a lot of people and we've also had beers with a lot of people. So we're always down to to meet the listeners and talk Friday and talk liberal uh, nonsense and anything else. Taco Bell, uh, Dr. Dre, the chronic um, Limp Biscuit, Slipknot. We're down to talk about anything, as you probably noticed. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, I extend that offer to anybody that sees me. Uh, at a convention or, or Nathan, he's not a backpack guy. He doesn't wear backpacks, but I will. And we'll probably be together or I'll be with some other friends. Either way, if you see me wearing a backpack at a convention, come up to me, tell me you like the show. 
and uh, and I'll uh, I'll give you a beer out of my backpack free of charge, and we can hang out if you want to. If not, uh, that's fine too. But uh, I extend that offer to anybody that listens. If you see me, come up, say hey, hey, listen to the show, love the show, hate the show. Even if you like, even if you don't like the show, I would appreciate. I would I would respect the fact that you had the balls to come up and just tell me that. That's awesome. So I'll give you a beer and we'll have a laugh that you don't like the show. I like people that disagree with me. That's fine. Just uh, and and I'll happily hand out my backpack beers to anybody that's that's wanting to come up and strike a convo. Well, you know why I don't carry a backpack? Uh, why? Because you do. I don't have to. Yeah, I've always got them. Yeah, I've always got them on on my back. So Kemp's like, <laughs> yeah, he he's like he's like the wife that carries the big ass purse that just has literally anything in it. That's like him, but a backpack. Yeah, and it's got shit like a chapstick. And uh, and you know there's phone charger, phone charger, uh, like an extra a shoe, cheeseburger, a cheeseburger you... from Wendy's. <laughs> right, you gotta you gotta have an extra shoe in there in case you lose your shoe while you're crowd surfing. One contact, an extra shirt. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. N- nail so, clippers, uh, a couple ink pens. Yeah, I just got I, everything. Uh, I like to be prepared. A multi tool. I like to be prepared, man. I, I don't like to be surprised by shit. No, no. And you know what's what's funny is we we get all these we get all these good reviews. We have a four point four seven average on iTunes, and then the 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 review that was just left a couple months ago before these two, and it was left by Z the horror guy, and he wrote boring needs personality. It's like really what what show are you listening to there, buddy? Yeah, yeah, uh, I'd say that's probably some uh, some. Uh, fucking pussy hurt liberal oh absolutely yeah they got fucking they're they're fucking chapped all over and let me tell you something and 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 that's another thing i shit on liberals all the time on here nathan does too this isn't a political podcast we do it jokingly but uh that being said i've got friends that are liberal that i love i i I love i've got so many people that are that are 100 flaming fucking uh wave the flag liberal and that's cool and i love those guys too we're just fucking around, guys. We're just fucking right. around. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got to get the jabs in. We got to get the jabs in. But I, I think it's funny that out of all the compliments, and I get messages from people all the time. They might not leave a review, but they'll send me a message. Be like, hey, what about this? What about that? Or, hey, I love the last show. And I've gotten tons and tons of praise over the, uh, Kent and I and our combination over the last you know several months or whatever, however long we've kind of went this route <clears throat> so hey if we get one bad review out of all that i think we're doing all right because and there'll be more there'll oh be absolutely more. yeah absolutely <clears throat> just like the people who don't listen or don't read the entire post and they want to chime in on fucking facebook or what or whatever social media and and it's like you're obviously not a listener you're just trying to fucking throw shade and that's fine so whatever we're gonna get those clowns too and we haven't even mentioned Kane's dick riders in a while. So we just kind of left that alone because we yeah. haven't really had any Kane discussion, but it's all, it's all fun and games. That's all that it is. And we, uh, like I said, we we're just, uh, we have our opinions, whatever we say, isn't necessarily, uh, the golden word. They're just, just like the last couple episodes with the, uh, the hood makers, the hockey mask makers. That's just our opinion. That's it. 
And, and a lot it, of times I'll say shit I don't even believe in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just letting shit fall out of my head, guys. That's I mean, he literally has had third world shit in his mouth. Yeah, and it's sometimes I just choke it back up and spit it into the mic. That's all that is. So when it comes to talking shit, he literally talks shit. Shit. It's just falling out of this hole in my goddamn head all the time. So I wouldn't take anything too seriously. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, once again, like I said, thanks to Brian and uh, and Irene, the Emin Baiters, if you will. Thanks to James Sweet. Appreciate you representing the show and picking up a shirt. <clears throat> and now that we're speaking of talking shit, I got to I, I have to talk a little shit here. And there's a couple of reasons. Obviously, it's Friday the fucking 13th. And we have what? Friday the 13th sales, whether that be stores having, you know, 15% off or whatever, or, um, just, just whatever. Yeah. A lot of merchandise and, and clothing on sale right now. And you expect that every time there's a Friday the 13th. So a lot of, a lot of, um, maybe one time prints or 72 hour flash sales or whatever with different artwork. So one that I want to talk about, that's really chapped my ass. Cause I really wanted to buy this shirt and I just don't think that I can. Because yeah, you were really chapped over this. I, I, I was fucking, yeah, I was, my ass was fucking chapped. And Terror Threads is a company that frequents a lot of conventions. And they have nice products, nice quality shirts. And every one of their shirts, like the magic number is like $27. So $27 for the shirt. And then nowadays, you got to pay tax online. It ain't like it used to be where you can skip the sales tax. Some stuff you can. It's just kind of hit or miss. I haven't really figured it out completely yet, but whatever. So you add sales tax on that. You add fucking shipping. And next thing you know, it's a $40 t-shirt. Well, we're not at the Limp Biscuit show where they can charge $40 for a t-shirt and people will pay it. Like I ain't paying fucking $40 for a t-shirt. It's going to have I'd to pay, be a shirt. I'd pay $40 for a Limp Biscuit t-shirt today. Well, I have my I have my one from uh, 1999. I still have that shirt. I think it's probably that ain't worth nothing. (laughs) But it's the original. It's the original fucking concert shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dates the tour dates on the back and shit. Yeah. Well, twenty seven dollars. You know that's uh twenty seven dollars and it's yours. I won't charge you shipping. I'm talking about the uh, the the is it Terror Threads. Yeah, it's terrorthreads.com, and they have some cool-ass designs. They do, but nowadays, it's like, it seems to be like the magic number for fucking T-shirts is like $27, and I, I, I just think that that's a ridiculous price for uh, for that. Now, let I mean, me, I know uh, that... let me, now look, I'm, now here's the thing, and, and, and this is to remain fair, okay? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at their stuff, and this, these T-shirts do seem like higher quality t-shirts in terms of like, it's not just some like uh t-shirt out of like a four pack at a dollar general. Oh, right. Yeah. The, the quality's there. Like I said, I, I won't argue that. And the artwork's always right on point. They got a lot of cool designs and not just with Friday stuff, but they all throughout the horror genre, they, they really do. They have some awesome Halloween shirts, but I just, it's just like, really, we're talking about a fucking t-shirt here. And it, they're not the only ones and it's, and I, and I get that you can't just go to the store and buy a Friday the 13th shirt or whatever. Sometimes you can, if you go to hot topic, Spencer's sometimes Walmart will have, have theirs from time to time, but for the most part, you just can't go out and buy the shit. So I get that. It, I get that. But we also don't live in a shopping world anymore. People buy a lot of their shit online. If I can avoid going to the mall, I do it for at all costs. 
I fucking I hate even, going. I don't even. I didn't even know malls still existed. Is that still it, a thing? Exactly. It, yeah, it still is. Obviously, not like it used to be. But if I can avoid the store, then absolutely. But still, so I mean, even if it was something that you could, even if you could just drive up the road five miles, if you could, and, and buy it, most of the time, if you can avoid it, you probably will. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at their website, and I, I get what you're saying. I feel what you're saying 100%, but there are some really badass designs on here. There is, but, and and I do not own any of their shirts. I don't, because like I said, I have not yet found one yet where I said, I have to have that one. That is one that I have to own. I don't yeah. care what the price is. I'm going to own it. So I'm thinking <clears throat> uh, when I seen, oh, obviously they're going to do a, a Friday the 13th special. And then I seen it's, it's a versus shirt. And when they released the teaser, and it's a battle damage mask and the eyes look on point. I'm like, oh shit, this might be one where I've got to just bite the bullet on. And then they release, they go ahead and release the full image. And what's the first fucking thing you notice when they when they posted the the limited sale on it? When you look on, at the artwork. Up here. Let's see here. It's gotta be the same thing that irked me. Yeah. The the machete is is that's not the right machete for Freddy versus Freddy versus Jason has one of the most distinct machetes in all the franchise that like kind of fat ended machete. And that's, that is not the uh, Freddy versus Jason machete. But if you're going to charge that kind of money on top of the shipping, the taxes, blah, 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 I get that it costs money to ship and everything. So if you're going to charge that, what do you think you should probably do? Uh, Get the machete, right. But uh, in their defense, once again, I'm looking over all of their, their, their Jason designs uh, and, and it looks like they kind of had that like kind of stock machete image and they've uh, laid over, like, here's a part four, for example. And it's the same thing. I don't know, man, I'm kind of torn here. I, I I really think they got some cool shit, but I get what you're saying. 100%. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, not everybody would even notice that if you just talk about a general fan and they're scrolling through the internet or they see, uh, like a sponsored post or whatever, they're like, oh, and they just see they just see the artwork in general. They're not thinking about the shape of the machete. Yeah. And so they're, they're going to buy it. Realistically, even like the, the more into Friday, the 13th fans, um, like, cause you're on another level, you're on a different level than I am. And I'm a hardcore Friday the 13th fan. You're on another level than I am. And even I, uh, with all my knowledge of Friday the 13th, if I had seen that just walking by somebody at a convention, I wouldn't have like my eyes wouldn't have went to it. You know, maybe staring at it for like five minutes, having a conversation with somebody, and I would subconsciously or consciously think to myself, "Oh, that's the wrong machete." But uh, it, 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 I'm sure it jumps out to somebody like you that is so knowledgeable of the franchise. But you know, for general Friday the Thirteenth fans, it, it's not something I don't think that would really stand out. Well, and I would have bought it. But that machete is a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that, I'm that guy that is yeah. not going to buy it. That's sure. fair enough, man. That's fair. I can respect that. But yeah, uh, just for that reason alone. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I just had to. I just had to bitch a little bit just because, like I said, when you start throwing, when you start throwing tax and shipping on some of the, and like I said, I get that it costs money to ship. I get the sales tax is a thing. But maybe if you lower your prices a little bit, you might sell more shirts. Now, obviously, they're not having any trouble with sales, or they would probably do that. <clears throat> but I don't know. I just, I buy a lot of shirts. I literally have three or 400 plus t-shirts and I buy, I buy them regularly. Some of them I might not even wear for 
two years. It might just sit on the shelf. And I got brand new shirts that are over two years old. I ain't, I haven't worn them yet. But yeah, still, I, I do too. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know how it is. I mean, but what I, I guess what I, I just have to rant just because, well, for one, it makes me feel better that I can just, I, I'm not even throwing a jab. It's just kind of like, really, you're going to charge $27 for the shirt and it ain't even right. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and I, I can understand that. That being said, uh, I think I'm getting ready to order <laughs> from Terror Threads. I think while we're talking here, I, I think I'm going to order. <laughs> Which one? Which one? Uh, it's not a shirt. They've got a really badass uh, Jason Takes Manhattan uh, poster print uh, where he's he's got the electric guitar. He's getting ready to swing. Oh, like, my God. Are you serious? Uh, it looks fucking cool, man. I love it. And it's in like pink and purple. Yeah, the neon I, colors. I, the neon colors. I think this thing is badass. That was on a shirt. That you, that was a shirt. Yeah, I want the poster. I want to frame that motherfucker. You would, too. You would. And yeah, you know what you should do? On it. Here's, here's what you should do after you frame it. You should lay it out in your driveway and drive over the top of it with your 2019 big-ass truck. I wouldn't do that because Jason Takes Manhattan is one of the best in the franchise. You shut that blowjob factor you call a mouth. <laughs> you sick, sick little man, you. I don't care what anybody says. That movie's fucking great. Oh, my God. <sighs> you know so, what? You know uh, what? That's can we order happens. one for you? You can order one, but I can tell you what's going to happen with it. What's that? If I fall in the shit ditch, I'm going to wipe my ass with it. <laughs> so you don't want me to order you one? I'll, I'll well, delete the I'll quantity of two here and go back to one. <laughs> Just put it in when you get it, put it in your book bag. That way, in case anybody needs something to wipe their ass with the next convention, or maybe they throw up on themselves or slip and fall down and mess themselves or whatever, they've got, they've got something to wipe with. I mean, that? it would just be a really cool print to have signed, man. It's got this kind of like black area around it. So there's a good place for like silver autographs, you know, in the silver Sharpie. And it's just a really cool, I, I really do dig it. I think it's really cool. Yeah, the artwork's bright. I mean, it is the artwork's there. The quality, I'll, I'll give you that. I just, I don't own anything from Part Eight anymore. I don't have a, a hockey mask. I don't have an eight by ten. I literally a, a t-shirt. Nothing. Hey, let me ask you something. Since you're so knowledgeable in the franchise, you might know the answer to this. And this, I guess, probably uh, falls more onto the legal side of things. So you might not, but. Why haven't we ever gotten a, a a part eight action figure of any kind? Well, there's there's always been talk about that. And obviously with NECA, they can't right now. That's they're, racist. I don't had, think you can say that. Well, I mean Oh, you said neck. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I did I said uh no, what did I say? Tika or Gringa? No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Costa Ricans. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. So, anyways, if you think about it like that, they 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 got on the jump with all of them, basically. But we don't have a seven. Well, we don't have seven, eight, or nine. They've gotten all the other versions down, but the, I think they would have gotten to it if the lawsuit didn't prevent that. And I think when the lawsuit's over, that they will go back to that. Yeah, but and we we'll, have gotten seven and nine action figures. They they do exist. We have. But we've they never exist. gotten an eight action figure from any company. I have honestly never, never thought about that. You know why? Because I don't give a fuck. Well, I have because I do give fucks. Uh, you would, yeah. But I would love to have a part eight uh, little figure to display. Well, I would buy the NECA just so it, I'd, I'd have them all. Like I'll, I'm, 
I, I there's a couple more I need of the ones that are still out. I haven't picked them up yet, like the the remake and the versus one. I don't own those. Um, just a matter of me buying them, which I might just buy today for the Friday the Thirteenth sale, fifteen percent off. I know uh, Nightmare Toys has fifteen percent off. A bunch of places have fifteen twenty percent off today. Um, so it'd be a perfect time to buy a figure. But yeah, I wouldn't. I've never thought about it honestly. So to answer your question, I think currently it's, it's lawsuit reasons. But prior to that, I'm not real sure. I just know that seven, eight, and nine have not gotten a ton of figure love. I mean, no, they have. I, I understand nine. I understand yeah. not wanting to waste your money on that fucking pile of shit. But uh, <laughs> but you'll you'll take a boat ride any day, buddy. But I'll take a fucking boat ride seven days a week, baby. I'll ride, ride to Manhattan with you. Yeah, there you go. And then to Costa uh, Rica. Yeah, right into the shit ditch. I like that. <laughs> but uh, so. yeah, and I, I'm really digging. Speaking of NECA, and since this is just a general horror uh, episode, which I don't think we've said yet, we're just shooting the shit, guys. Uh, I'm really digging what NECA is doing with these figures uh, with the uh, where they come in the box and they've got the flap that folds open. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Uh, yeah I've got so window. many of those. I'm collecting all of them that I can because I love that. I love that design and you can kind of put them up the way you would VHS tapes on a shelf. Yep. And I, I think I see a lot of that. Yeah. I, I love those figures, man. And I'm collecting the shit out of those things. They've done a great job. The, of course, Halloween, the Halloween figures look great. And uh nightmare on Elm street. I mean, they're, they're hitting, they're hitting everybody. So, and they just, they do, they do awesome work. So um, I'm collecting the Halloween ones too. The, the NOES ones too, obviously. Um, my new thing is, is predator figures. So that's something that I just kind of, kind of started dabbling in expanding outwards, I guess, if you will, a little oh, bit. Oh, you're, you're getting into new stuff. Uh, well, I'm, since we're talking about our, I'm getting into kind of like, I've really got heavy into Pennywise. So while you're, while you're hoarding Penny or uh, predator stuff, I'm over here hoarding Pennywise. No, no, I wouldn't say hoarding. I just, I've picked up a couple things. They're not even on display. <clears throat> but I'm one of those people that I don't leave the shit in the box. If I buy it, it's it's like my NECA, all my figures, um, all my figures as of right now are all out on the shelf. On See, shelves. I do leave them in the box. Every yeah, single they're, I take the figure out and like the weapon or whatever I want to display with it, and then I put the box up. I keep the box and keep it in good shape and everything. I just put the box in storage. None so, of my figures have left their left their uh, their wrapping. Yeah, I'm not I'm not one of those people. I got to display that shit. <clears throat> so Yeah, so no, I have not been hoarding predator stuff. It's just kind of I've just kind of been stepping outside of my normal collecting and and I don't want to say I'm focusing on that, but I've I've picked up a couple things and I'm not a Pennywise fan. And did you tattoo your fucking arm with yeah, Pennywise? Yeah, I did. Like yeah, that got- happened. That's that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, I got a big Pennywise tattoo on my left uh, forearm now, and uh, why? It, it, because I love that movie. I love Pennywise. I love Stephen King. And uh, why don't you I, just it, get a portrait of Stephen King tattooed on you? Then? Uh, I don't know because it is probably my favorite. Uh, I'm torn between it and Pet Cemetery. Uh, I love both of those movies. Pet Cemetery, the original pet, the 1989 Pet Cemetery movie, is 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 always going to have like a special place in my heart because it was one of the movies that really got me into this stuff. And I just love, and the next, actually the next tattoo I'm getting is Victor Pascal from that movie. You should uh, get a rabid cat tattooed on your other arm. You ding. Yeah. I might do that. I might do that. But the Pennywise, 
uh, is actually the Bill Skarsgård Pennywise. And it just, uh, I've been wanting a Pennywise tattoo for a while. So I went, fuck it. Why don't I do all like half my arm in Pennywise? So I've got almost a Pennywise sleeve. Byron, and, uh, Byron, Byron. Yeah, it's really cool. I like it. It says uh, he thrust his fist against the post and still insists he sees the ghosts, which is uh, what ben, Bill Bill is uh, is saying in his to himself, you know, uh, at the end of the movie, whenever uh, Pennywise is, is trying everything to have them not kill him. And it's just I've never seen it. Uh, it's it's a phrase that uh, I think is really interesting to me. I think if you start thinking about it's just a really interesting, catchy sounding phrase. Uh, and the movie kind of makes it dark. And I like that. And yeah, man, I'm really proud of my tattoo. So uh, and there's probably going to be more of them. I know Victor Pascal is going to be the next thing that goes on that arm from Pet Cemetery. So thanks for complimenting my tattoo, Nathan. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, you just have so much rhyme or reason behind your tattoos. Uh, I mean, they're so strategically placed. So They aren't. Yeah, you're, and, and, I, and I know you were making fun of me just then, and that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, I'm going to put, um, <laughs> the reason I say that, okay, is anybody who follows the show's Facebook page, Kenton's birthday, happy birthday, Byron. Was Thank just you. a couple days ago. What was yeah. it, the 10th? 33 Not, years old. What what day was your birthday? I can't remember. The 8th. Okay. Yeah. So just not even a week ago. 30, 33 years old. Is that what you said? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I posted a happy birthday for the drunk uncle. And I'm like, I got to find a picture that I think fits the drunk uncle persona that's appropriate for the show page. Not just a picture of him with his fancy little fucking haircut and his little fucking glasses my little hipster beard yeah his little hipster fucking beard and his little fucking hipster haircut (laughs) black glasses fucking yeah so looks like he fucking hangs out at starbucks i really appreciate the picture that you did choose though because uh, but but here here was my thing like i'm not gonna spend all day looking through fucking pictures i'm just gonna find go through the first one like as soon as i find it and so i'm I'm like i'll just hit the profile pictures here and I come across this picture of him shirtless with his strategically placed tattoos. He's clearly on a deployment and um, somewhere in, in the desert. And he has this funny look on his face. And I'm like, that's the one. Yeah. That, my buddy that, had a, just that picture. that picture was actually taken uh, by my buddy and it was a surprise picture. And that's why it looks so goofy because I was mid sentence uh, whenever it was snapped. But uh, I, I just really appreciated you picking one from then whenever I could still take my shirt off at the beach and not get like n- and not have kids scream and run away. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, you're not. It's an unrecognizable photo. Like if yeah. I if I didn't know better, I wouldn't even know that that was you. No, there's no because I'm so fat now. Well, it's yeah. funny because you get you get people talking about. And I'm I'm sick and tired of hearing about Jason Momoa, fucking whatever. But it's like people like saying that he's lost his physique or whatever. <laughs> it's like a it's kind of the same principle with the drunk uncle. That was yeah, I had three kids physical. since then, man. Yeah, I've had three physical kids. condition Byron, and then Dad Byron. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm, and I'm rolling this bod right here for the rest of my life, and I'm not sorry for it. There you go. So, what year was that photo taken? I'm gonna guess that that was like. I mean, it had to have been 2005. That was actually, uh, believe it or not, that was 2013. Oh, I okay. Yeah, yeah. I was that. I looked like that. That not no that shit. long ago. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that was, I, I was thinking you were going to say like 2006, 2007. Like I'm thinking, cause I know you're younger than me. So I'm thinking, okay, so it, it might be pushing 15 years old at this point. No, no. It, I looked like that recently, believe it or not. That's, I know that's incredibly unbelievable, but that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sitting around eating Buffalo chicken pizza and shoveling in fucking Taco Bell and playing video games. That's what happens. Well, you know, uh, some people would say, well, that's a shame that you let yourself go like that. But I think that's inspiring. It's inspiring that I've dedicated myself to this lifestyle to the degree that I have. And my body now is inspiring. I, I think yeah, Absolutely. It's yeah, the haircut. Yeah. It's the hipster beard and the glasses. It's a package deal with cargo shorts, sleeveless shirts, and strategically placed tattoos. Yeah, yeah. This is all a decision. The, and it's that, not because I'm lazy and eat like shit. No, no. You clearly have a life plan. Yeah, this is all planned. This is everything's going the way it <laughs> everything's going the way it should. <laughs> no, I I mean, you can say, you know like you mentioned before about you know what I looked like years ago and being thinner and blah blah blah. People your physique obviously can change over time. I mean, some like I don't have the dad bod. I don't have that. I mean, I But I'm you're also bigger. not a dad. No, I'm not. But I'm not. Um, I'm just a, a larger person. But even when I was younger and I was playing basketball regularly all year round, then I have the basketball body. And then when I when I start focusing on football, then I have the football body. And then now I have the I'm retired from football and You're I don't play basketball. Yeah, I just I, I'm gonna eat buffalo chicken pizza and play video games and drink beer and just yeah. But I'm it not embarrassed. It doesn't seem like off. age really hit you the way that it hit me, though. I, I don't understand because you know, honestly, with my job that I have now, I should stay relatively, like, like I shouldn't have strayed far from what you know was in that picture. But somehow, I fucking did, man. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I've I've seen you. I've you know I've seen and I remember when you were dieting, and even when I went on a crash diet a couple years ago, and you seen me. And then literally you seen me, you seen me in Indianapolis at Horror Hound. And then you seen me at Horror Hound Columbus. Yeah, you dropped like 30 pounds. In three weeks. Yeah, you were yeah. eating. I remember we were drinking and you were doing hard liquor and you were just putting like fucking like uh, those, those like nasty ass water packets yeah. uh, that you put in a, in a water, in a bottle of water in your, in your hard alcohol. Yep. To give it flavor. <laughs> I was just slamming fucking Bud Lots. <laughs> yeah, I was flavored water and vodka is what I was drinking, but oh, that makes me gag. Yeah, oh, I mean it's good. I still drink that, but um, but no, I mean it just goes to show you how quickly. And I and I didn't work out at all during that time. I literally just cha- altered my diet, but I wasn't a big lard ass prior. I mean, I'm just you know I'm taller than average. I'm bigger than average. But I'm the slimmest, and I, I tell people this if they ask me what I weigh or whatever, I'm the slimmest 275 pounds you've ever seen. Yeah, but you're also like 6'3". Well, I, but I'm just saying, like, if like right now, I'm probably, I was 276. I've lost some weight, not really trying, just, you know, being busy and stuff. And I haven't been working out, and I'm probably like 266 right now, maybe. But would you, if if you seen me walking through the mall, since we love the mall so much, 
And uh, you wouldn't, what would you think? You're not going to think if I, if if somebody said, Hey, uh, guess that guy's weight, you're not going to guess that. Well, the first thing I would think is that's not the right machete for that shirt. Uh, that's uh, (laughs) yeah, why is that guy at Taco Bell carrying a machete around? Holy shit, no, yeah, you'd be thinking, Why is he wearing that dumbass terror threads shirt with the fucking stupid machete on it? He paid $40 for that fucking thing. What a dildo. If I had to guess, and you know, you're, you're, you're tall. I'm, I'm right at six foot. Um, and you're probably, I don't know, six, two, six, three. Uh, I'd probably sure. guess you were like two forty five. I'd probably, that's if I had to guess, if somebody was like, here's a hundred bucks, how much does he weigh? I would say right. like two forty five. Yeah. And, and I would have thought you weighed two forty five. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And right. I would be flattered. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, but yeah, no, I mean, if you, like, cause like you said, I mean, you're, you, you would be, if that's, you know, your height and whatever your weight is a larger than average dimensioned person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you... very, uh, broad shouldered, uh, all the men on my mom's side of the family were like farmers. They're all broad. So like I can only get so skinny, like even in my skinny, you know, even in that picture that you posted, I'm very like broad. Uh, yeah. so I'm just built big. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think like picture, and I it's not it's not posted, but I will post it at some point of me and you and CJ Graham, and you would you look like a look like a small guy in that picture. Well, yeah. It's <laughs> also important yeah. to note that like at the time that that picture was taken, I was going to the gym twice a day and 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 patrolling in 130 degree temperatures uh, every single day. You know, like the circumstances were pretty different then than they are now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just meant, like, that picture of me and you and C.J. Graham was taken, like, oh, four oh. years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's... And uh, if you think about someone that's your size, but then standing next to C.J. and I, it makes us look like giants. Yeah, because C.J. is a behemoth. That is a, that is a large man, and he's... God damn, that man is still in great shape to be... Oh, I guess he's pushing 60, isn't he? I think C.J. is 62 now. God damn. Yeah. And he's still in phenomenal shape. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I hope to God that when I'm his age, I can get, I can maintain like a, like the health that he has. That's insane. Cause he, he probably looks, if I had to guess, I'd say he was in his like early fifties, but, uh, yeah, man, it's just, uh, I, I'm happy with where I'm at and, uh, and, uh, it's all good. Happy with my shitty tattoos, except for the one, this new Pennywise tattoo is probably the best tattoo that I have. You ought to just have them all removed and start over. I would love to do that. I, honestly, uh, I would probably, I would remove all of the ones that I have except for what's on my arms. And then I would just start over. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe, maybe that's something, <clears throat> maybe that's something, um, who knows? That could just be a few, maybe that could be a goal for later. Tattoo removal. And I think it's going to get cheaper and it's going to get easier. And I think you're eventually going to be able to buy at home kits where you can just take them off yourself. Hey, have you, uh, I got a question. Have you seen any, like, uh, any new horror movies as of lately that you found particularly, uh, of interest or are enjoyable? Um, no, <clears throat> I have not watched really anything at all since, well, when we talked about it on the Halloween all access special, <clears throat> I haven't watched really anything. Um, I, I watched. I, I lied. The two the, the two movies that I can think of off the top of my head since Halloween, I've seen The Irishman and The Joker. 
now I heard I heard the Irishman was long and boring, but I too saw the Joker, and God damn, that was a good movie. I I kept falling asleep. Oh wow, I'm just uh, I was, very yeah, it was a snooze fest for me. I'm upset. So, I'm kind of upset right now, but that's okay. Um, well, I've never I, seen any of the superhero stuff. Not a, I, the only thing I've ever seen was Michael Keaton's Batman. So I have no interest in any of that. Zero. <clears throat> so the reason that I even watched the Joker in the first place is because I heard that it was just an entertaining film. You didn't have to be a fan to watch it. So the I was expecting maybe to just kind of see some in-depth story about how this guy became crazy, and that's not the case. You have to watch that movie just knowing this dude's a fucking lunatic, and he's just crazy, and then just watch it, if that makes any sense. Well, I'm not a fan of of superhero movies either. I haven't even seen The Last Avengers. Uh, And I haven't seen the Spider-Man movies or the uh, Superman movies or any of... I haven't seen Captain America or Thor or any of that shit. Uh, I don't really care about Batman either. But uh, I just went and saw this because it looked interesting. And even though I'm not a fan of those movies, I really fucking... I really loved this movie, man. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I just... Not my thing. I um, like I said, I had a hard time staying awake with it. So no, I mean those those are the only two that I've seen. Um, I don't think I've watched any other movies for that matter. If I did, it was something that I just turned off or whatever, or watched part of it. <clears throat> no, I just been busy with other projects. I've just been, you know, I'll have like a something playing in the background while I'm working. Um, I've been doing a lot of work on some Camp Crystal Lake signs that I'm trying to get uh, get a batch of those finished. Um, so I can get those cranked out to some customers and I've got like 20 of them in the works at the moment. So I've been, you know how it is. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're cutting, you're cutting, then you're base coating, you know, stencil and letters and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's all in process. So I'm, I'll have something playing in the background and then I'm in and out of the shop, you know? So, and, um, uh, and just just working on some other projects too. So I just really haven't had time to really sit down and watch much TV of any sorts, other than like when I turn Red Foreman on when it's time to go to bed and yeah, watch and him, fucking you know. home improvement. Yep, home improvement. That's right. Uh, America, it's America in our household. God damn it. Well, so, I've got some uh, I've got some movies here that I, I saw that I would like to recommend for people, and then I've got some that I saw that I don't recommend, and. Uh, and this is my opinion, and you might love these movies that I'm not feeling, and you might hate uh, the movies that I love. But the, so I saw uh, there's a movie called Marrowbone, uh, and uh, I don't know where it's available. Uh, I think I rented it, but um, it's a it's a ghost flick, and uh, I can't tell you much about it just because it'll spoil the uh, the ending. But it's it's a ghost flick, really fucking great movie. It's a period piece. Uh, if I recall correctly, I think it takes place in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. It's a haunted house movie, basically. Uh, so I really dug it. Uh, there was a movie called In the Tall Grass. Uh, that's on Netflix. I, I really liked it. Um, and then uh, a movie that seems like a lot of people hated, but I really, really love, and that's uh, Peel's Us. Uh, the same guy that did Get Out, which was also a good movie. Um Everybody seemed to hate us, but I fucking loved that movie, man. I don't understand. You know what? I did see. I did see that. That was back in the summer. Did you like it? Uh, it was all right. I mean, it was all right. 
I mean, everybody said that that they didn't understand, and I guess I can't go into that either because it's a spoiler, but um, there was more than sufficient um, clues and, and dialogue there to, to let, fill you in on what was going on and why it was happening. I got and more I, enjoyment out of the trailer than I did watching the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. Because the I best guess. part of the whole movie is when they're singing I Got Five on it in the very beginning. That's such a fucking good song. My God. Such a good, yeah, exactly. What a great yeah. song. That's one of those songs, too. It's kind of like, you know, like I mentioned the Doggy Style album. How, like, I remember what grade I was in. You know, like, I got five on I I can remember what I was doing when that song was popular. Like, and it would be on the radio. I had so, never, never mind, I'm not going to say. Never, what? Never I had never heard it? that song until this movie. You, oh my God. Are you... But it was very, very catchy. And I immediately looked it up on YouTube and watched it and I fell in love. But I was apparently uh, behind the bus on, on that song because you were that... listening to Dr. Dre the Chronic, but you didn't know that song? No, no. I was listening to Beethoven, uh, Moonlight Sonata, and I didn't know I got five on it. You are a strange little man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm quirky. Um... <laughs> apparently. So uh, there's also some movies that uh, that I saw that I didn't enjoy, and uh, the first one I don't think is is controversial to anybody because I most people haven't liked it was Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh, I loved those books as a kid. The artwork was like scarring. Um, wasn't excited to see that it had a PG-13 movie, and then watched it and was just trying not to fall asleep the whole movie because it was so awful. And then. Uh, Midsummer, which is another one, which is one that people might get angry about because everybody's sucking that movie's dick. Uh, I really loved Hereditary, but I thought Midsummer was slow, and uh, and I feel like they blew their wad at the point where the uh, the old couple jumps off the cliff, and that's like fucking thirty minutes into the movie, and you've still got an hour left. So uh, that, and then there's another movie called Haunt on, uh, I believe it was Shutter that I watched that I just felt very uh unaffected by just felt like I, I finished the movie and then i was like well that exists and then i went and ate a sandwich so uh, uh another thing i'm uh, but i am excited to see uh dr sleep you're a shining fan right yes not a not huge but yes a general fan um so i am a shine i love the shining i love the shining it's probably in my top three favorite movies of all time uh, i love the shining that being said, uh, Dr. Sleep to me looks really, really like Hollywooded up. It looks like it was made by the people who brought you the Avengers. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm probably going to wait till that comes out on Blu-ray or DVD and buy it and then either really love it or really hate it then. But uh, I am semi-excited to see that, but not really because I'm not hearing good reviews from other people who love The Shining. So pretty excited to, pretty excited to see that one too. Well, but now that you're back to work, you ain't gonna have time to, you ain't gonna have time to be a couch potato. No, no, so. no. And also, you know, I've still got the orders going out, like from the shop, from uh, from my little artist stuff here, and so the yeah, the movie watching time has drastically decreased. Yeah, and I keep saying this, but I'm gonna send back that fucking versus hood. I literally, yeah. I, I just, it's one of those things where it's out of sight, out of mind, and but I, I want to get you. I got to get the Michael Myers tots mask over to you. Yeah, I've been and, wanting to refinish one of those real bad. Well, I tell you what, <clears throat> it, I thought I was thinking, oh, but I'll get one for Black Friday. 
catch a sale somewhere and they were fucking sold out on the website. And then um, Christy Adams over Nightmare Toys, she was sold out of them. And I forget, not that they're the only fucking websites, but, um, but anyways, I had a, I don't want to say an impossible time, but the few places that I did check, they were just sold out of them. So I didn't even get a sale buy on one. So, um, I'll get one eventually. Maybe they'll, maybe they're all, uh, one of these Friday the 13th sales or something might be able to snag one up, but I want to get one to you pretty soon, I guess is the moral of the story. I keep waiting to find one that somebody has fucked up like trying to redo it themselves. Like mm. that it, somebody that didn't know what they were doing. And they're like, ah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Here it is for 20 bucks. And then I'm going to snag one that way. Yeah. Um, hey, I had a, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I don't mean to jump up, but I had a, like a really funny thought uh, driving home today. So uh, since we're just doing a general horror thing, I was thinking of, I don't know why I may have been listening to like a podcast. I was talking about sleepaway camp. And uh, have you ever seen Sleepaway Camp? Oh yeah. So you know that the uh, the big re- reveal at the end of that, the ding the dong. that is the ding dong, right? Right, the ding dong, <laughs> of course. So the uh, the first time that I watched that movie, I was probably about the same age that Felissa Rose was when they filmed that. I don't know, I was probably eleven or twelve, something along those lines. And uh, you know, it's a very confusing time in a young man's life, right? And uh, didn't know what was going on got a lot of stuff going on your your hormones are raising are are raging and uh are you still there of course oh i'm sorry i thought i lost you my little screen went black there anyways your hormones are raging and uh so i kind of had a crush on felissa rose throughout the beginning of this movie i don't know how it's gonna end right i'm just a young a little young lad little kent watching this movie um, maybe you were still Byron at that point. I was little Byron, little Byron, oh, Byron is just having a good time and watching this slasher movie that reminds me of kind of a Friday the 13th almost. And, uh, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking, wow, this, this young lady is a Fox. Uh, she is incredibly attractive and, and, uh, I would really like to kiss her on the cheek. Like I'm, I'm 11 at the time. Okay. Go easy on me, Nathan. Right. <clears throat> and then, uh, <laughs> And then that uh that last scene happens, right? Mm-hmm. And uh I see the I see the the dangler. Yep. And uh I remember thinking, oh shit, like they got me. Like I'm gay now. <laughs> like <laughs> scarred for life. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought and actually Theo Vaughn has like a, a set like this, uh, a, a joke like this, but that's really how I felt. Like, I remember thinking like, Oh shit, that's how it happens. Like I'm gay now. Like that's just, they tricked me. I can't believe I've been trying, you know, as I've gotten older, obviously uh, that's, <laughs> that's not how things happen. You're born that way. That's cool. But uh, I just remember thinking like, uh, and it was very disturbing to me. And uh, it really that, fucking, that's funny though, because I mean, that's what all my gay friends told me. They said that that's how it happened. They watched Sleepaway Camp, and they got they were getting us in yeah. the fucking early eighties, man. Yep. That, that's what happened. Brainwashing you to be gay. Yeah. It was that was why there's a there was a huge rise in in male homosexuals in the eighties because all these young dudes were watching Felissa Rose and they were and thinking, then, wow, she's very cute. And then they liked ding dongs. And then and after that, that was over, you popped in Nightmare on Elm Street too, and 
it was just game over. And and it's just like the sandwich of those two movies. It's overwhelming. And the next thing you know, you're in a stall with some guy named Peter, and and it's just it's uh that's how it starts, man. And it all started with Sleepaway Camp. I mean, everybody has their story, right? Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, you know, I worked shit out and uh, realized that wasn't the case. But uh, I had a close call there in my in my in my like uh, 11, 12 year old years. That so, is totally understandable. I, I just wanted to share the story about the time that I was gay. That's that is a an interesting story to say the least. Yeah, yeah. And I have since actually ran into Felissa at several conventions, and somehow, and even though she's uh, ninety seven, right, uh, you still think of ding dongs. She still time. looks great, but I can't get over the fact that she's just packing a whopper. It's, yep, that she's got a ding dong. Less <laughs> of a ding dong. That's just you can't get. It. You know, that's just it's like she's typecast as that. So, yeah, she'll never get over that role. I, I mean, I think as good as that movie was, and as awesome as she is, I don't think I don't think she ever got over that. Probably not, because it really was burned into my brain, and I bet it was for a lot of people. Like, it was oh, a pretty sure. devastating yeah. moment for me. I'd never seen anything like that. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I don't remember the first time I seen it, so I, I don't really have any recollection of like any shock value there or anything like that. I've I've seen it a bunch of times, but I probably watched it as for the first time. I was probably in my late teens or or mid teens, you know. So I I don't have any <clears throat> anything to interject as far as that goes. But I can that's certainly uh, like I said, we have stories, people. We we have some stories. Yeah, that was at one time I was gay. So yeah, yeah when you were eleven. Yeah, when I was eleven, and it lasted for well, I don't know, however long a Nightmare on Elm Street two is. An hour um, and thirty-seven minutes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Hollywood. Thank you, eighties Hollywood. Ah, uh, good times, man. You got All any? Right. Uh, you playing any new horror games? Nope, nope. I'm like I said, I I haven't really been doing a whole lot. I mean, I've I still play The Last of Us multiplayer. Play that regularly. I'm thinking about the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Thinking about okay. grabbing that. Other than that, no, I, I haven't uh, kind of been um, uneventful for me the last few weeks, really. I yeah, mean, I'm still on uh, Call of Duty World War, so uh, I, I, I played the new one, and I just I'm not feeling it. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like Call of Duty to me. Well, I was gonna say we we could hop on and jam out, but you're a fucking Xbox dildo. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I, I'm I'm de- hardcore dedicated to Xbox. And you know they dropped the uh, the fucking trailer for the Predator Hunting Grounds game that's coming out in April. Fucking what? I haven't even heard of this. Pull it up right now. I'm doing it. I'm going on as we speak. It. What's it called? Not... Predator Hunting Hunting Grounds. Yeah, I think it's Hunting Grounds. They um, you can watch the trailer too. But there's an awesome trailer of some gameplay and some kill shots. But it's not going to be on Xbox. Oh so, fuck me! That's all there. Holy shit, man! This looks amazing. Joe. What's funny is um, Joe Gallo said he was buying a PS4 just so he could play this game. You might have to buy it. You might have to pick up a PS4 just for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, wow. Sorry, I'm trying to... I keep toggling the volume on and off. Or even if you could just borrow a PS4 for an extended period, if you know you know, one of your... you know, Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Ted... Or Todd down at the Dollar General let you borrow one of theirs. Holy shit! Look at the graphics on this. So wait, hold on. Are you 
Oh, you get to be Predator. Oh, shit. Yeah, you can do either or. It's four versus one. So I had, a couple people were like, because Ilphonics is behind it. It was behind Friday the 13th, the video game. So, so is this going to be set up like the way that uh, Friday the 13th was, where you, one random person gets to be Predator and then the rest of you are just trying to survive or kill him? That's Yeah, that's what I would assume is it's just computer generated. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing now that's that's what it looks like it's going to be. Oh, God, this looks... I might have to get a PS4. Like I said, even if you just borrow one for a while. Yeah. Yeah, and look, you can customize your Predator. Oh, dude. You got to go with classic Predator, man. You got to go classic. Yeah, yeah, me too. I might put like a... I mean, just for... Just for shits and gigs, I might... Like, if they let you design your own emblems, I might put like a dick on his forehead or something. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a nod this is a nod to sleep away camp oh yeah and 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 face it as a dangler don't don't put it upright like the typical you gotta you gotta turn it you gotta face it downwards so yeah it's, it's a, a lazy one yep oh yep, my god absolutely. this game looks amazing yeah yeah you'll have to i'm gonna have to get a ps4 you're right you're right figure something out man me you joe gallo <laughs> we'll get brian emmenheiser he'll be on board with it i'll have a few other people Probably uh, Brandon Murphy. He'll probably probably be jamming out. So yeah, we can have we can have five people, no problem. I'll tell you what. One thing that would definitely get me to get a PS4, like no questions asked. Yes, I'm buying a PS4. Is if they released it, released a like remastered uh, Twisted Metal two. Like if they went back and redid Twisted Metal two for the PS4, I would fucking go tonight and buy one. Oh yeah, I was talking with somebody the other day about Twisted Metal, and. I think, I'm not sure, but you know how they have the consoles where with all old games that are already programmed into them or whatever? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, if, if they remastered, fuck yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of like PS2 games that I would love to see remastered. I'm trying so. to think, uh, what, what's, uh, I, fuck, wasn't, was it Tony Hawk's Pro Skater that they just remastered? Maybe it wasn't, I'm. Yeah, I don't know on that. They did like something I said, here I, recently. Uh, I don't remember, but yeah, th- yeah, they're going back and and doing a lot of those games. But they're releasing a lot of them on Xbox and PS and PS4. So so far, it's not been an issue. But if they if they drop Twisted Metal two on on specifically PlayStation, I'll definitely pick one up. But I might have to pick one up either anyway, just because of this this uh, Predator trailer. There you go. Um, I wouldn't buy a new one though, just because PS five will be out before you know it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, like I said, I haven't been playing really anything else. Like I said, I've been busy on uh, a batch of Friday the 13th Part 2, Camp Crystal Lake Signs, Pack Lodge, some Higgins Haven, just trying to get those cranked out and just, <clears throat> of course, holidays, shit like that. So nothing nothing really new for me as far as that goes and probably no. nothing for a while. So I'm doing a lot of uh, stuff for Whorehound and, and – uh... And uh, doing some uh, Slipknot stuff, and uh, oh, Slipknot, and uh, Jeff, but um, that's your that's your forte. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah. I, I love even I love even Kevin dude. Turner knows it's your favorite band. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You look, ain't look, got. I don't. To lie. I don't love. I don't love Slipknot. This is this is uh been a fact. This has been an admitted fact on this show. But uh, I do love. I do love the fans of Slipknot. They've done. They've been real good to me, and also my boy uh smiley out there in california he's 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 uh he's really hooked me up with all this stuff i still have the text message 
I still yeah. have the text message, but I won't about, read it. About Slipknot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I do love the fans. They've been good to me, and I, and I appreciate them, and I will continue to put out the best products for them that I can because I want them to be happy despite how I feel about the band. I've also been working on a really what's going to be a really cool uh, Pennywise bust. Uh, I want it to be a high-end collector's bust. Going to be resin, have hair and everything, and it's going to be uh, from the chest up, pretty big, good-sized bust. So that's I another thing. I'll be an order. Sorry. Do what? I won't be placing an order. Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. Sorry, Pennywise not sorry. Your forte, but uh, I, I do love him. I just love that. I love Pennywise. Maybe so. if he had a ding-dong on his forehead, I might. But I can do a special. I can do request. <laughs> you do add-on pieces for it. Yeah, yeah. I can add on pieces. I'm a big deal. There you go. There you go. All right. So what else we got before we wrap things up here? I think we've rambled on enough about nonsense. So yeah, we're rounding like hour seven. I'm I'm parched. I'm thirsty. Yeah, this is like the uh and saved by the bell when they had the uh save the max. Episode. Yeah, yeah. We need to fucking close this shit down, man. Yeah, I'm like big bopper belding right at the very end. But this has been a fun episode. We should do more episodes like this, just shooting the shit. Absolutely. And just a preview for anybody that still happens to be paying attention. um, We've got some good stuff coming up. And uh, we keep mentioning Slasher Tees, obviously. And uh, James Amaral, the owner of Slasher Tees, will be joining us soon. And um, a couple other couple other uh, guests are on the lineup, too, but I'm not going to give those names out just yet because it hasn't been confirmed yet. And also, like I said, um, feel free to send us any suggestions that you have. I've had a couple people reach out with some decent ideas, and we'll be we'll be considering those as well. But there's a lot of stuff on the way. Like I said, there's no, no shortage at Camp Crystal Lake. But we just figured we'd throw on another all-access episode just because it was an actual Friday the 13th, and there was some suggestions there. So unless you got something you want to add, we will shut this shit down. I've spoken enough, my friend. I need to shut the hell up. Byron has spoken. Appreciate everybody listening. We'll do more of these in the future, and uh, next episode we'll be honing back in on Friday the 13th. But that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio, so please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also check us out on Facebook, and please leave us a review there. We would appreciate that, too. And if you have any other suggestions, as always, feel free to drop us a line, unless... You're Mark Tefner. Keep your suggestions to yourself, Mark.